you love your work? Do you think it's possible? Well, you're about to find out. It's time for 48 Days to the Work You Love with Dan Miller on the 48 Days Online Radio Show. Whether you need a professional tune-up or a work overhaul, this is the program for you. Now, here's your host, Dan Miller. Well, hey, it's a great day in Nashville, Tennessee. I trust it is where you are as well. We're going to be looking at some of your questions here in the next few minutes. Real questions, real life situations. Not just theoretical garbage, but real life questions about things that are happening, how we can all learn to go to higher levels of success together. I am Dan Miller, delighted to be with you today. As always, this is one of the highlights of my week to sit down and answer questions that have come in. This podcast is brought to you by Audible podcast.com. So you can get a free audiobook download, but if you go to audiblepodcast.com slash 48 days, again, that's audiblepodcast.com slash 48 days. And I'll be giving you some specific suggestions for what to get this week here in just a few minutes as we go through some of the questions. Well, I'm going to title today's theme as how smart are you? Now I've got a quotation to kind of unpack that, but How smart are you? Just think about that for a minute. Well, here's some of the questions we're going to be looking at today. Dan, how can I help others when I'm struggling so much myself? Well, that's a great question. Do you have to be perfect before you can help others? Well, I hope not. That would be tough for any of us, but we'll look at that specifically. Dan, do you have any tips on composing an elevator speech? Yes, I do. And you need to have one. You need to be quick thinking and respond when somebody says, what do you do? Or when you're applying for a job, you need to be able to convey the quality and the value of what you do really quickly. I'll give you a formula for how to do that. Dan, how can I get started as a real estate agent? And somebody says, is it possible for me to move to entrepreneurial work when I'm a high SC, a perfectionist? Now that's a real challenge. It is. I'll give you some tips on how you can move past that. Well, here's our quotation for the day. It comes from Napoleon Hill. Remember I said our theme was how smart are you? Napoleon Hill said action is the real measure of intelligence. Now, what about that? Do you know smart people who never do anything? Yeah, I do. People who are extremely smart, knowledgeable, but He says action is the real measure of intelligence. So if you want to prove how smart you are, do something. Do something remarkable. Hey, that's a great way to look at it. Well, I like to start, as you know, each week with some success stories. Always have lots of them. Here's a couple. Got a note this morning from Pierce Mars, who's one of our sales coaches. Been involved in the 48 Days community for a long time at this point. Great sales guy great coach, just a, just a great friend, but he was just interviewed by Business Insider. I'll put the link to that in the podcast notes. It's a great interview. Now, here's why, and this is a real testimony to how easy it is to get in the game and make yourself a player, do something remarkable. Pierce started a podcast based on the show, The Shark Tank. He's interviewed most of the people who have been contestants on the Shark Tank. So he comments on what's going on, but he was interviewed by Business Insider. What makes a good Shark Tank presentation? Great 
points there. But it's one of those ways. I mean, he's in a national magazine. It's one of those ways to get yourself noticed uh, without having to create something totally original. He's doing a podcast on the Shark Tank, which I happen to enjoy dramatically. Well, I got a note from Matt Harrison. They live in San Antonio. Matt and Julie live in San Antonio, Texas. Got a note. He says, Dan, hope you and Joanne are doing well. It's been about four years since Julie and I got to spend a life-changing weekend with you. I went back and looked. It was actually October 15th of 2009. So it's just exactly four years ago. He says, since he and Julie got to spend a life-changing weekend here, he went through my Eagles Club coaching process. And Matt is a go-getter. Wanted to not have it extended out over a long period of time. The Eagles Club is typically four two-hour sessions. And we often do those like one a week. So it takes place in a 30-day period. Sometimes it stretches out a little bit more depending on the research we're going to do. Matt and Julie came from Texas, stayed here at the sanctuary over a weekend. And we did the entire Eagles Club coaching process in that weekend. Mapped out a transition plan. He was working for Texas Instruments at the time. Mapped out a transition plan clear steps to move out of that into some other things that he wanted to get started in. So anyway, he says, um, just wanted to say thank you. You really opened my eyes to a broad range of opportunities out there that we've been blessed to capitalize on over the last few years. Thank you for your ministry and everything you do. The link below is to my most recent venture, a company I started in January of 2012 that we think might revolutionize the production aspects of the oil and gas industry. Let me know if you're in San Antonio. We'd love to see you. Please say hello to Joanne. We have yet to have pumpkin pancakes that stack up to hers. Apparently, we had pumpkin pancakes one of the mornings when they were here at our house. Well, I I checked out what Matt is doing, read the article. Now, he was working as an employee at Texas Instruments, wanted to go out, move into some things. He's great at seeing challenges and coming up with solutions. He took a position with another company, medical device developing company for a couple years and in the process recognized a challenge. Now here, here's kind of the, the short thumbnail farm boy version of what he's doing. At oil and gas wells, they typically have a mailbox that's there where somebody hand writes production values, you know, what's happening, any problems they see. And those are stored in that little mailbox. Matt has developed the technology to digitally record what's happening there. Much like recently they installed a new water meter down near the road in front of our house here. So they can drive by in a truck and instantly get their readings without having to get out of a truck, go pull a lid up and look down on a hole and see a, a physical meter. Well, that's what Matt has done for the technology of recording what's happening in oil and gas wells, where it's instantly reported. He purchased cell tower space so they can transmit the data across long distances. Anyway, just raised $8 million for that business. Now, they're doing very well. I don't need to go into the details, but trust me, they're doing very well. I love those kind of stories where somebody has taken an idea, boom, moved through it, took action, and Matt is exactly that kind of person. His intelligence is shown in the action that he's taken. Anyway, Matt Harrison, San Antonio, Texas. Thanks for the note, Matt. Here come, Here's another one. Here's This is from Aaron in Billings, Montana. 
Thanks so much for 48 Days. The book has helped me reorient myself for better work hunting. In fact, I did 10 interviews and got three job offers in 15 days. I'm currently negotiating salaries and benefits with two of those offers. Do you have any red flags to watch out for during this stage of the process? No, just enjoy the process, Aaron. Congratulations on doing a great job in your job search, obviously, to get those 10 interviews and three job offers in 15 days. Boy, that's aggressive. That's exactly the way it ought to work. Yes, in this economy. Yes, in this downturn. Yes, when companies aren't hiring. Well, those things aren't true, obviously. Companies are hiring. They're looking for people who have a clear understanding of what it is they do. In a little bit, I'm going to be giving you a formula for how to create your own elevator speech and how to convey your value in one short sentence. So we'll be moving into that. Now, there's no really no red flags to watch out for during the stage where you're negotiating salaries. I mean, ask for things. Ask, go through the list in 48 Days to the Work You Love of things that can be negotiated for. I mean, you can negotiate for tuition reimbursement. You can negotiate for an extra week off. You can negotiate for the company to get you a laptop computer. I mean, you can negotiate for them to cover your cell phone service. I mean, all those things are negotiable. Anything is negotiable when it comes down to it. And certainly the the dollar figures, there's a wide range of negotiating that is possible when you get to that point. So enjoy the process. Come out with your head held high, knowing that you got a great deal for this next chapter in your life. Well, here's a note from Dawn. Now, Dawn Best. She says, Dan, I heard you answer a question from R.J. Pope seeking help with a children's book, including an illustrator. Well, I am, of course, an illustrator, did work for Archie Comics and others, but I've also had plenty of experience laying out my own books. Would love it if you would forward on my contact information to R.J. I'm sure even if he doesn't elect me to use me for his project, I can be of service answering further questions he may have about getting into a book for kids. By the way, I just got back from New York Comic Conference, had a lot of questions from people looking to get into the comic book illustration industry, and I was happy to refer them to your site for advice on making the transition from their nine-to-five jobs. Hope you get some, hope you get some new community members at 48days.net or sell some books from that. All my best, Dawn Best. Well, Dawn, I appreciate your note, and I'm happy to pass on your information, dawnbest.com. You know, one of the things that we do a lot around here, I did an interview yesterday and was asked about this, this idea of being paid every time somebody uses my information or benefits from my material in some way. I said, you know, I don't try to keep track of that. There are thousands of people and we get letters from people where they benefited from the newsletter, the podcast, the blog, you know, all those free things that we just put out there. Gee, they transformed their lives. Now they're making three times as much money. I mean, I love hearing stories like that. Do I lay awake at night uh, regretting the fact that they never spent a penny with me? No, because just like Dawn here, she's spreading the word saying, wow, you got to check out this 48days.com stuff, 48days.net. You got to get involved in that community. I mean, I know that happens over and over and over again. But as near as I can calculate, now this is kind of a rough formula, but I think it bears hearing because I hear from so many people who say, gee, I'm blogging. How can I get people to pay to read my blog? I'm, Are you kidding me? 
don't look at it like that. Get in the game so people recognize you as an expert on something. My formula is if I can get about 4% of the people who are part of our audience to ever pay a dollar for something, I'll do pretty well over the course of the year. You know, those are the people who have purchased products, will come to live events, will get involved in our coaching mastery program, all those things where we make significant income. And I'm thrilled about that. I don't know where those 4% are. I can't just target those alone. That means that I'm giving away lots of information to about 96% of the people out there in our audience. That's cool. And as I help somebody like Dawn get new clients, there's going to be that trickle effect back in. So ultimately that some of those people will be purchasing things from us. I mean, I really believe in that old adage we hear a rising tide raises all ships. I mean, I love the kind of things that we see happening where people are being successful. They're telling others, they'll help, they're helping others. Don't be so stingy with your help, information, resources, and products that you're concerned about being paid from every person who benefits from that. No, get in the game. Give, 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 give. And we're going to see the biblical principle, the law of the harvest. It's going to come back to you multiplied over and over again. Just do it in that way. Just give to more people if you want to be more successful. Give away what you're doing more, and trust me, it's going to find its way back to you in dollars and cents over and over and over again. Well, gee, I got to move on here. I got to get off my high horse on that one. Karen from Tampa says, I want to self publish my journal that I've been writing about for two years on giving her away. This is a mother's journal on giving her daughter away in marriage. I want to give it to her for a wedding present in a month, November of 2013. I've started a blog on WordPress this week as I wanted to share my thoughts on this time in my life. I'm so confused about this whole blog book process. I know you're knowledgeable about this area. What's the best, quickest way to do this? I want to share it with others who know the feelings of giving your child to her love and the process of letting her go. I'm also going to be the mother of the groom next year as my son just got engaged. That's my second book. I would love to help with, with the finances through these books. All right. Now, Karen, my first thought was don't make it complicated. Just do a nice spiral bound book with a beautiful cover to give to your daughter in her wedding day. Your thoughts about leading up to giving her away as her mother. But then you add, I would love to help with the finances through these books. So now you kind of change, change the game here, obviously. So yes, you can blog about it. Blogging is not a way to generate income directly. It's a way to test your material. Uh, blogging is, is really a way to practice in public. That's the way that we kind of frame that. And I love that thought. Practice in public. That's what a blog does. Let you know, are people even interested in what I'm talking about? What are their thoughts? What are their views? What's their advice on this? So blogging will allow you to do that. When you talk about wanting to generate some finances, sure. Can you take your thoughts that lead up to letting your daughter go, giving your daughter away? Yeah, you can do that in an ebook, a physical book. You can have a little instructional manual. You can have a little video that explains how to do that well. You can have quick tips for what to say on Wedding day, I mean, there's a whole lot of precedent for what you're talking about. Think about the little book, Life's Little Instruction Book. H. Jackson Brown, who he lives right here in Franklin, 
uh, wrote that initially as a gift for his son. He was leaving home to begin his freshman year in college. I mean, that's all that he intended for that to be. Just those little tips. You know, some of the things in there like never give up on anybody. Miracles happen every day. Be brave even if you're not. Pretend to be. No one can tell the difference. Overtip breakfast waitresses. Never deprive someone of hope. It might be all they have. Never resist a generous impulse. Become the most positive and enthusiastic person you know. Never go to bed with dirty dishes in the sink. I mean, those are the kind of things. I think there were about 500 of them in that original little book, Life's Little Instruction Book, that he wrote just simply to give to his son. Well, his son shared it with a few of his friends. They asked for copies. And uh, that little book, you know, I know it sold 5 million copies in the first two years. Now, I don't know. It's been a long time since that came out. But also... I, I know it was number New York Times number one bestseller for 50 weeks. I mean, that is phenomenal. It's been translated into 33 languages, uh, continues to sell and inspire people because obviously the principles in there are timeless. There's nothing time dated about it, so it can sell the same as it did 10 years ago. But that's a great example, what he did with that. And then certainly he came back with, Others, Life's Little Instruction Book number two, number three, and then he did Life's Little Instruction Book on marriage and family, Life's Little Instruction Book for Christmas. I mean, he parlayed that theme, just like Chicken Soup for the Soul, into a whole lot of other titles and sold millions and millions and millions of copies. Now, so look at things like that that have been done well, and then ask yourself, how could you get your information on how to let your little girl go on her wedding day? You know, how could you do that? I mean, look at, here's another kind of example. And I, and I like the things that are real short and kind of pithy. Don't try to turn this into a 240-page book. I don't think that's what it ought to be. It ought to be maybe you know, 40 pages. Maybe it ought to be 17 pages. I mean, if you, if you look for things that are tied into the kind of content that you're talking about here, your little journal on giving her away, it might just be, how to do a great toast to the bride as your daughter. Now, Tommy Antion is a friend of mine. He has done that where he created a little ebook on how to create a perfect toast. If you go to wedding-toast.org, you'll see Tom's information. He's had that up there. I'm sure it's been over 10 years and it continues to sell day after day after day after day. Think about it. You know, the night before a wedding, the best man realizes, oh, geez, I'm supposed to do a toast tomorrow to the groom. I have no idea how to do that. I want to have a little humor in there. I need some guidelines. They jump on the Internet, do a quick search. Boom. Tom's material is going to come up. Toast hyphen. What did I say? What was that? Toast wedding hyphen toast.org that'll come up takes you right there it's a $17 ebook now if you want to make money I mean things that are like that I could actually get the figures from Tom but I would guess I'm just going to take a wild guess that that little ebook probably makes him 70 or 80 thousand dollars a year and does year after year after year I could be way off on that I ought to shoot him a note and ask him about that. But I, I, I'm, I'm quite confident I'm low on that. 
because he understands marketing. That's something that he did one time, put it out there, and because it is timeless. So you could do something like that where you create a little ebook. Now, if you really want it to be personalized, and it has a lot of things that are very personalized for your daughter only that would not have relevance to somebody else, you know, then it's going to be a different kind of a product. It could still be something like Life's Little Instruction Book, but just experiment. There's no one right way to do this. Experiment on having a little ebook. Experiment on having a physical book. Experiment on having an instructional manual. Experiment on having a little video on YouTube that leads people to a little ebook that's a short thing that somebody else can grab and know how to come off as a looking like a pro on the wedding day that's coming up two days from now. So do that and just I love what you want to do and you're on the right track and you really can make money from that and significant money. I'm a big believer in that, obviously. Well, hey, this is Dan Miller, 48 Days Online Radio that you're listening to here. You hear the questions that we're covering. If you got a question, just go to the 48days.com site. Click on podcast. You can submit your question right there. Those are the things that you're hearing here. I'd be happy to overview that, review it for consideration for an upcoming podcast. Well, this comes from Bill in Linwood, Ontario, California. Dan, I'm thinking about becoming a mortgage agent. I love helping and talking to people. I would also love to become a real estate agent. What's your advice on getting started with this and keeping my job for a while yet? Look forward to hearing from you. Love your podcast. Thanks for all you do. Well, Bill, you can get your real estate license while you're working another job. You can decide how you want to be involved in real estate as a traditional residential agent, as an investor, as a broker, as a commercial agent. I mean, all while still working your current job. Now, it does take a little while to get your funnel full in real estate. Let's say that it takes 90 days. That would be a reasonable time frame for you to get in the game, start getting your own listings, start having houses to show be aligned with an established agency. So 90 days. I would see that as the carryover period. That is the transition period to get your license Again, get connected with an agency, start showing houses, start getting listings, and then make the full transition in 90 days to be up and running. Now, you know what a lot of people do. A lot of people stick their teeny tiny toe in the water with real estate. They get their license. Not a complicated thing to do. You can go through a set through a school for three days, take your test and get your real estate license do it. You can do it other ways. Just study yourself without going to a class, but then they get their license and then they sell in the first year, three houses. And then they think, well, this isn't enough to really make a living. Well, because they never really committed to it. So I think if you're going to do it, you know, be ready to transition into and commit to that. I mean, you can get in the game and do really well. My son-in-law, Nathan got into real estate probably about a year ago. I mean, he's going, he's on track to sell 60, 70,000, 60 or 70 homes in his first full year. I ought to check with him on that, get the numbers, but I'm sure he's in that category and doing five or six homes a month. I mean, that's a pretty aggressive track record for being brand new. Now he's also finding some homes for investors. 
uh, invested in a few homes himself, you know, where he's now got rental properties. So he's doing a variety of things. But yeah, you can do that. Now, here's what I'm going to suggest, Bill, that you do. I'm going to suggest that you listen to the book, Decisive. Now, here's where if you go to audiblepodcast.com slash 48 days, if you're not yet a member of audible.com, you can get a free download. And I'm going to suggest that you get Bill and Chip Heath's new book, Decisive, How to Make Better Choices in Life and Work. Again, go to audiblepodcast.com slash 48 days, and you can get this free if you're not yet a member. Of course, I recommend that you become a member and get ongoing books that you listen to. Decisive, how people make decisions. Because when you're in real estate, you're going to have to help people make decisions. This is the biggest decision financially that most people ever make is buying a house. And if you can understand how people make decisions and help them do it better, you can add $100,000 to your income the first year. So again, audiblepodcast.com slash 48 days and get decisive. Chip and Heath, Chip, Chip and Heath, uh, Dan and Chip Heath's book. Interesting last name. I can't get it out here. Dan and Chip Heath's book, Decisive. Now, here's a question. I'm going to play this one just because, uh, again, I, I usually don't play questions. This one sounded so um, plaintive that I, I wanted to play it for you. Hi, my name is Genova, and I'm from North Carolina. I am interested in helping people, but I keep having my own personal setbacks that seem to make my health unbelievable. How can I make my health believable to others? Now, isn't that interesting framing? How can I make my help believable to others? If you're struggling, how can you possibly help other people? Well, if we had to wait, if we had to wait till our lives were perfect in order to be a coach, a counselor, a help, an advisor, a good friend, um, none of us would do anything. I mean, we know that it's in our own journey that we can help other people. But Janelle, I think it was Janelle, apologize if I got your name wrong, but thanks for your question. I started teaching a class on career life transition when I was at my very lowest point financially and career-wise. Had just come out of a, a tremendous disaster where I owed hundreds of thousands of dollars to the IRS and other creditors. I was very open about where I was and what I was struggling with. But that openness, that vulnerability opened the door to helping others who were also going through tough transitions. But you know what I think, I think happened, and I've had a lot of people comment on this in the years since, people watched my attitude. They saw that I wasn't blaming or pointing fingers or talking about how terrible life is and how I'm a victim. No, I accepted full responsibility for where I was, and then I started taking action to change my situation. I took a 100% commission job, started knocking on doors all day long. I mean, that's what I did in that transition. So I wasn't waiting for anybody. I wasn't going to go back and sue somebody, complain about how I'd been treated poorly. No, I just said, all right, here's where I am. What am I going to do to change where I am tomorrow? That's my responsibility. I mean, I can blame and point fingers all I want to about what happened yesterday. But if I'm in the same point, yes, or tomorrow, then I have to look at that dude in the mirror and say, 
whoa, why don't you take responsibility for changing where you're headed with this? So I think if we're doing that, you can be a coach. You can be a counselor. You can help other people. You don't have to wait to have a perfect life at all. I mean, we see fat doctors helping people with weight loss. We see divorced counselors do marriage counseling. Now, I, I want to qualify that because I don't think that's the ideal. I mean, I, I think we should be on the path to wellness and vitality and success ourselves. But that is an ongoing process for any of us. I mean, we're not perfect. We're on that on the road toward that. Just let people know you are headed toward success yourself, even while you continue to have daily struggles, which we all do. But I think that's enough to let you be seen as somebody that people want to hang around, people want to learn from. That's certainly been my experience. Great question. You know, here's another one. This comes from Bernie, who asked, how can I move to entrepreneurial work when I'm a high SC, a perfectionist? on the DISC profile that we do. And if you don't have one, boy, jump over to 48days.com and look at the profile there. Um, That's our hottest selling product because it helps people get focused on what it is that would fit them well. If you understand yourself, I mean, I I tell people 85% of the process of having a confidence of moving in the proper direction comes from looking inward first. So the more you understand yourself, the more confidence you can have about the direction that you're headed on. So if you are a high SC, that means somebody who is steady and compliant. So that means somebody who's very good at listening, they're understanding, they're nurturing, but they tend to be kind of behind the scenes. They're not out front. They're not that hard driving, in-your-face, confrontational, high-pressure salesperson at all. So... And somebody who is a high C, somebody who is very analytical, gathers lots of information before they make a decision. And so Bernie is saying, if I'm that person, how can I ever move into the kind of things that I see, you know, entrepreneurs doing? Bernie says, I tend to gather too much information. I want everything to be clearly laid out. I wait until the opportunity has passed and then just get stuck where I am. Meanwhile, I watch others jump on a new idea and reap the benefits of time freedom and exploded income. Well, Bernie, here's the deal. Recognizing your tendencies is half the solution. Know that you're never going to be totally comfortable with this process of change. You know, you're always going to be looking for more information, always thinking that you need to know a little bit more. But this is also where we get those old cliches like um, paralysis by analysis. You just are analyzing things to the nth degree and you never take action. Recognize that at some point, give yourself a timeline. Here's how I would approach this. Just take some idea where you want to develop. It doesn't mean that you need to quit your job and go start a new business, but take something where you want to take action on it. You want to, let's just say that you want to write an ebook on a topic of interest, something that you know about. So you know how to be, how to have killer abs. Let's just take something like that. I'm just pulling this out of the air. You know how to have killer abs. Give yourself a 30-day timeline to have an ebook up on Amazon about that topic. That'd be a great, great way to approach this because if you are a perfectionist, you'll start approaching this and you're going to do research, you know, for months and months and months. You're going to read 10 books on being healthy and getting physically fit. 
You're going to want to interview 20 people. Don't do that. Don't allow yourself to do that. Take whatever information you have and create a 30-day timeline. That means that you're going to have to have the book really written in about 10 days. You can do that. I mean, write something that's 18 pages long on 10 tips for having killer abs and just force yourself to stay on that timeline. So in 10 days, you have it up. Then you put out a little contest, a 99 Designs, to do a really great looking cover, a cover that's just really engaging. That's going to be a big part of having selling success on Amazon because people see the cover. They don't see what's inside, but they see the cover. They're going to make a buying decision based on that. So you get a great cover and then you get in the process. You go, you can go through create space if you want to see how to get that little book up on Amazon, or you can get involved with Tony DiLorenzo's group, do it yourself publishing in the 48 days.net community. And he has all the tips on how to get your book out there, how to do an ebook and get it out there on Amazon or connect with Andy Traub through his information on how to launch your ebook and do it successfully. Andy, she's made like $20,000 in 90 days or something with a little book that he did on early to rise. So just commit yourself to a timeline like that. That's a great way to kind of monitor. Now, it doesn't mean that you change who you are, change how God has wired you. You're always going to be a perfectionist. But if you really want to get in the game, the biggest thing is you have to give yourself timelines to take action and then commit to those and don't look back. Don't think, oh, if I did a little bit more research, it'd be a little better than what it is. Well, sure it would. But if you keep thinking that, it prevents you from ever doing anything to create change. So just give yourself a timeline and jump in. Now, I got a note from uh, Braxton Wood in the 48days.net community about a new company called Quirky. And it was, it, it got my attention. And I want to share it here because it has relevance to so many of the questions that we get, so many of the ideas that all of us are working on. So this is a new company called Quirky. And Braxton says, uh, they have an incredible business model. Even though you don't have the resources to pursue an idea for a product, doesn't mean it's not a good one. You don't have to worry about iteration, design, manufacturing, not to mention the marketing and business aspect of things. This is where Quirky comes in. Now, this is just Q-U-I-R-K-Y. Quirky.com. They are a professional community of designers, manufacturing experts, and so on. They come up with zero ideas of their own. They leave that to the general public. If you have a good idea, you can submit it. If Quirky thinks it's worthy, they do all the work of creating your product and bringing it to market. The neatest thing, anyone involved in the creation of the product gets a cut of the profits including the submitter of the idea who actually gets the biggest share. Their most successful product made its submitter over $330,000. Talk about a company that values community and ideas. Well, Braxton, thanks so much for drawing my attention to that. I I was not aware of quirky.com, but believe me, it's on my radar. I'm going to be watching them. I'll I'll get a a short interview. I'm going to start doing short interviews with people who are doing extraordinary kind of things. Let me frame that a little bit too, because I recently did a couple interviews here as the entire podcast. I got feedback from people saying, look, yeah, we like to hear from other people, but you know, so many people are just doing interviews with other people. We really don't want that. We want you just to answer questions as you normally do. 
That was a feedback I got. I mean, instantly and in from a lot of people. I'm going to respect that. So what I'm going to do is when I want to interview somebody, like I interviewed Denise Through, who is vice president of marketing for Udemy, that I've talked a lot about in the last few months. Well, I did an interview with him. Boom, we had that as a podcast. What I'm going to do is start doing about eight to 10 minute interviews with people. So we get their perspective, answer a couple of real critical questions, but don't devote an entire podcast to that. that. That's kind of the model that I'm going to be looking at doing. So I'll see if I can't get somebody from Quirky. I'm sure I can get somebody that I interviewed to explain this model a little bit more. But I love this. A company who's saying, hey, bring us your idea. And I looked at some of the products they already have developed. Love, love, love what I'm seeing. I mean, there's some things on there I'm going to order. Just little things to organize the cords coming off of your computer or to give you an extra outlet where you can recharge your iPhone. I mean, those kind of things. But here's a company that will take an idea, and I watched the little video for how they go through the idea development stage where they kind of map it out, say, okay, this is what we'd have to do. And then they have, then they, they have open meetings like on Friday where anybody can come and they ask the people that are there, do you think this is a good idea? And they use this very sophisticated process called a show of hands. Yeah. They just ask, you guys think this is a great idea? And if a majority of people think who show up, think it's a good idea, then they develop it. They move ahead, but, uh, check it out. Quirky.com. I'll be giving you more information about that in the next few weeks. I'm sure. Cause I'm going to be watching that now. Jason asked, and this is a question I've been wanting to get to. He says, while attending a conference with a panel of human resource people, one of them talked about having your elevator speech. I realize that I've heard you talk about this several times and yet I still don't have mine. I'm trying to write one, but I'm really struggling. Do you have any tips on composing an elevator speech for the purpose of the job interviewed? Thank you for all you do. You're such a blessing to many. Keep up the great work. Jason in Nebraska. Yes, I do. Now he's asking, Jason's asking about how do you write an elevator speech for a job interview? I'm going to give you a broader formula for how to write an elevator speech. And incidentally, if you want to really understand how to share your expertise, I recommend the millionaire messenger by Brandon Bouchard. Now you can get that. That's another one. You can grab the free audio, the millionaire messenger. It's a fairly short book. You can blaze through it. You can probably do spend two hours and have him hear him go through the entire book. And you can just go to audiblepodcast.com slash 48 days. Boom. Look up whatever book title you want, but you can get the millionaire messenger there. He talks about this and I use some points kind of from his formula for this, but there are three components to developing your elevator speech. So here they are. I help blank do no understand blank so that they can blank. That's the formula. That's what any of you ought to do. If you are interviewing, you want to be able to describe, I help blank do no understand blank so that they can blank. If you are a professional, if you're a dentist, you ought to be able to describe, I help, do no understand, so that they can. If you're an attorney, frame it like this so it engages people in conversation rather than just saying, gee, I'm an engineer, or I'm an accountant, or I'm a landscaper, or I'm a window washer. No, I help. Now, let me give you an example. 
because this is one that I use. I help emerging experts like authors, speakers, and coaches understand how to leverage their unique intellectual expertise so that they can have an expanded and more financially prosperous impact. Does that make you want to know more? I'll read that again. I help emerging experts like authors, speakers, and coaches understand how to leverage their unique intellectual expertise so that they can have an expanded and more financially prosperous impact. I mean, that's at the very core of a lot of the work that I'm doing, what I'm asked to speak on, how I'm asked to work with professionals, how I'm asked to help coaches develop their business. It all is framed around that one sentence. So, now, I'll put this in, in the podcast notes, but it's a real simple formula. I help blank, do know, understand blank, so that they can blank. That's really what you want to do for your elevator speech. That's it. And if you can do that well, it can add zeros to your income as compared to most people who just say, well, I'm an accountant, I'm a bookkeeper, I'm an administrative assistant. No, I help, do no understand, so that they can. That is a totally different way of presenting yourself. If you can do that, it will dramatically change the results you get in an interview because it'll want people to engage with you. It'll they want them, make them want to know more about what it is that you do to help people. That's the purpose of it. Great question, Jason. You can do that. Rock and roll. Let me know the results of your interview. And I want to hear a, a success story like at the beginning of the podcast today where somebody got at 10 interviews, three job offers in 15 days. Boom. That's what we're looking for. Incidentally, I'm working on the revision of 48 Days to the Work You Love. Now, revising a book and launching a book is not a quick process. It's not like getting an ebook out there in 30 days, believe me. But I have an agreement with my contract with my publisher to have a new version of 48 Days to the Work You Love, manuscript finished by March 1st of 2014, and then all the sequence steps are in place for marketing with PR that's already gone out to people and all that, and it'll be released as the 10th anniversary edition of 48 Days to the Work You Love in November of 2014. So I'm still getting input on that. There's a recurring forum question in the 48days.net community, and it just says, you know, if you want to get a free copy of the book, just give me suggestions for what I should include in that. So if you go to 48days.net, find that forum question, and it's always rotating through. Give me a suggestion for what I should include in that new version. I'll be happy to send you a free copy of the book. You, you can also just, if that sounds too complicated, just shoot your idea to askdan at 48days.com the same way you can submit a question for the podcast i'd be happy to review it in that way as well now i want to address one other thing just real quickly here i'm going to go through this quickly because when we talk about launching a product or service there really is a sequence that you can go through to engage people if you just say Gee, I'm going to have a new ebook out there on why, what the benefits are of getting out of bed early in the morning. I mean, yeah, some people are going to find that. You can do okay with that. But there's really a better way to do that. There's a strategy 
that you can go through. Now, this is a little hard to convey just hearing it audio in an audio format. Again, I can put um, links to this, I'm sure, where we can uh, have this as a resource. But there's a real process to go through in launching a product. You start by introducing yourself. You identify the problem or opportunity. You know, have you ever had this challenge? Have you ever wondered about this? And personal results. This is what I did. This is what I've discovered. Then you go through the product overview and what the price is. You compare it to other things. Yeah, I know you see things out there for $3,000, but this is only, you know, nine ninety-seven or whatever. Bonuses. If you take advantage of this, here's some other things that you're going to get. Here's a guarantee. If you're not completely satisfied, we'll give your money back. I mean, uh, there are, golly, Saddleback Leather. Saddleback Leather, I, I was talking to some guys about this the other day. They have a 100-year guarantee on their product. If you have any problems in the first 100 years, now, is that the coolest guarantee ever? I mean, you know, you think about that, and it's like, well, geez, I'm not going to own this thing for 100 years. Yeah, but that's their guarantee. It goes beyond your lifetime. I mean, so you want to say what your guarantee is, and then you want to have a call to action. If you do this, you know, here's what you need to do, boom, to take advantage of this. We're only going to open this up until Friday at 3 o'clock. You know, there's nothing that helps people take action like having a deadline. You may then want to add a surprise bonus. You see the things on TV, you know, and there's more. You know, if you act now, you get two, and you get a free Corvette as well. Well, you don't want to be hypey and you know, over the top emotional, but it's a process that you walk people through. And I see people that, you know, struggle when they introduce a book or whatever, because it's just so generically done. It's just like, well, here it is. Do you want it? No, go through a system where you have a strategy for how to launch a product or a service, and you'll see your results skyrocket as a result. Well, we're getting ready to, to wrap in here to the end already. Um, our theme for today was how smart are you? And that comes from that quotation from Napoleon Hill. Action is the real measure of intelligence. That's how people tell how smart you are. They watch your action. So if you want to be seen as a smart guy or gal, take action. What we talked about, can you help others when you're still struggling so much yourself? Absolutely. Let them know you're headed in the right direction, that success is within view for you. And you can go ahead and get engaged in that process. We had that formula on how to put together your own elevator speech. Boy, you ought to be able to, to do that. You know, you can do that with excellence. I help do no understand so that they can boom. That's the way you put together a killer elevator speech. Can you move into entrepreneurial work? Can you do extraordinary things that are non-traditional and creative? If you are somebody who's very analytical, if you're somebody who is a pre precisionist, a perfectionist. Well, yes, you can if you give yourself some specific timelines so you don't get trapped, so you don't get cooked in the squat, as Ziegler used to say. Yeah, you can do that if you move through and give yourself timelines. Now, we've got our live events coming up. I want to just mention a couple things coming up for 2014. They're all listed. We're securing, confirming with speakers for some of those. We've got some exciting things that will be part of the Innovate Conference that a lot of you have been asking about. So just go to live events under 48days.com. You can see those things that are coming up. There's uh, some discounts for early registration that you want to take advantage of uh, of there. So if you want to get involved in the, the coaching that we do, if you're a coach and you're serious about 
what you want to do for 2014, let me just tell you this. If you're a coach and you don't want to be like the 95% of coaches who never make more than $40,000, you want to be a coach who makes $150,000, check out our coaching mastery program. I mean, that's, I, I, I could walk right through the steps of what is going to happen there. And we're seeing that I can connect you with coaches who are right on track to do exactly what I just described. We're in the coaching mastery program. It's not rocket science. It's just a strategy. If you want to put yourself in that category of players as a coach, well, check those things out. Love to hear from you. Keep us posted about your success stories. Hey, we'll play, we'll play queen. We are the champions when we play your success story. Let us know what you're doing that's leading to the life that you've been dreaming about for a long time. Hey, thanks for being part of this community. I love having you involved, engaged in these ways that we are finding or creating work that is meaningful, purposeful, productive, and profitable. Keep us posted on your successes. Have a great week.